0: Hello, it's Monique here, normally from Mamma Mia Out Loud, but today this is a bonus episode for you because, quite frankly, you deserve it, okay? No other reason than that. Are you tired? I feel like everyone in my life is so tired. Everyone is just fanging for more sleep in their life. But with everyone living such insanely busy lives and being on their phones until the second before they close their eyes, how do you get more? This is the intervention that you need. This show is all about sleep, why you need it, and how to get more of it. And it's from our newest podcast called The Well with Beck Sparrow and Robin Bailey. It's kind of a self help podcast, but without the self helpy woo woo. There's no like meditation apps or there's no adult coloring in books. It's just really practical tips on how to get your shit together in life. I love this episode. I love these women. And this show, in particular, is getting such a huge response that I thought I'd share it with you guys because, well, we all could do with a bit more sleep. Here it is. This
1: is The Well Podcast, thanks to Cetaphil. Welcome to The Well, wholehearted conversations for a better life. I'm Rebecca Sparrow, author, columnist, Nashville addict and Sherpa to three small people. And I'm Robin Bailey, single
2: mother of three teenage boys and my day job is as a brekkie announcer on 97.3
1: in Brisbane. Now in today's episode we're talking about sleep, (laughs) how much Robin? how much sleep we actually need and how we can get more and I've got some scary sleep stats about what sleep deprivation is actually doing to us. Rob, wait till you hear the stats from the New South Wales Police Force. And uh, lack of sleep, let me tell you, it's not doing our marriages any good. Plus, hang on a second, plus we're also going to look at what is stopping us from getting enough sleep. Okay, but as the sleep-deprived one in the
2: studio, the thing I will say is that there is one simple thing that we can all do to change this. And I will tell you what it is. Plus... Some practical homework that hand on heart I promise to do and hopefully it can change mine
1: and your life as well. This is an episode worth staying awake for. <laughs> Rob. Yeah.
2: I did this is not gonna go well. Okay, go on. I want to know
1: how much sleep you got last night.
2: <laughs> um I got home from my eldest son's soccer game at 10.20. By the time I convinced him that homework wasn't, wasn't a good idea, I probably got to bed at about quarter to 11. And what time did you have to get up? Quarter to three. So how much sleep? I <laughs> failed maths at school. Four hours. Four hours. And that's, that is day in, day out. I'm not proud of it. I'm not. But as a single mother of three teenage boys who have so much on their plate as well as my life. In, in breakfast radio. In breakfast radio. As a breakfast radio announcer, that is
1: pretty much the average. And I know that it sucks. So here's the thing. Consider today, seriously, yeah. consider today's podcast. This is an intervention. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like dead and serious. This is an intervention on you. It's an intervention on me. It's an intervention on everybody who is not getting enough sleep because that is what we are talking about today because we have got to start taking sleep much more seriously. Okay. I know this. I know this. And I know, but he, you know mm. what? We all know it. We all know it. <laughs> And we're not listening. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you between the eyes today with some facts, my okay, friend. Stop pointing your finger like you're
2: a school teacher. I get it. All right, I'm gonna sit here. I am squirming. Seriously. Okay, go on. Hit me
1: with some stuff that's gonna make me disturb me enough to change my behaviour. Okay. So I think the biggest myth that is out there is this idea that for a long time people thought that when we were asleep, our brain was resting, yeah. like our bodies are resting and our brains resting. What we now know is that our brains are pretty much As active while we are asleep as when we are awake and they're cleaning and this is interesting, they're locking down memories like inside out. They're locking down (laughs) memories and it's cleaning itself and so it's really vital. Okay, what's going on? And this is why we need to be getting sleep okay for our well-being. Is that why I'm not good of it the rest of my life? And people <laughs> and people who don't get enough sleep yeah. okay suffer from an increased risk of heart disease and some cancers. But I want listen to some of these stats, okay? okay. This is going to absolutely shock you. Staying awake for 24 hours okay and not and you know whether you're a uni student who's partying or whether you're a new mum yeah who's up with a baby is uh, leads to a reduced hand-to-eye coordination that is similar to having a blood alcohol content of 0.1. I've heard it's like being drunk. So that's twice the legal limit. That's it. Fatigue-related crashes are twice as likely to be fatal because drivers who are asleep can't break. In 2012... More people in New South Wales died in fatigue-related crashes than drink driving. Okay, crashes. I don't want to
2: hear this, back. No, I don't.
1: No, I know you don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're hearing it because because I think I think a lot of us. Okay, you're hearing all these stats and it's really scary, and, and people are feeling like, well, I don't have a choice because of my. I do shift work, or I'm in radio, or I'm a new mum, or life, stu- or life. Okay, but the whole point of today is my aim is to convince everybody that we need to start taking sleep more seriously. But also, this is a practical bit, we're going to tell you how to get more sleep. And by the end of this episode today, Rob, you're going to have homework to do, but I'm going (laughs) to be on to you because there are ways for you to get more sleep I'm going to go into power naps and nana naps later on. But it's... Okay, and I do do those things. It's not like I'm
2: just going to sit here for the next half hour and, you know, cop the whole thing. But, I, I mean, I do get it. And and it's the issue is, though, that we just can't. Please let me say some more stats.
1: Okay. Sleep disorders. <laughs> Listen go to this. On, look at her. She's like a kid in a candy store. Sleep disorders. <laughs> Come on. 70% of visits to GPs. Are to do with sleep disorders, like insomnia and fatigue. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Some people can't get to sleep. Well, I'm going to be addressing that. Listen to this one. <laughs> okay, 25% of Australians have sleep disrupted by snorers, and a snorer is five times more likely to have a marriage breakdown. That
2: does not surprise me. No. How many couples do you reckon in Australia are sleeping in separate bedrooms because of snoring?
1: Well, it's either that or their partner's going to give them the tontine treatment, which is a pillow over the head. <laughs> Okay, okay. Despite the fact that
2: I'm sounding really tired, which I actually know that I am, it's going to be far more useful than throwing these facts at me and making me squirm. How much sleep do we actually need? Do you have those in
1: your little things of okay, statistics? I do. So the thing is that everybody's sleep needs vary, but roughly it's eight hours, including naps. That's nap. so completely and utterly ridiculous. It, look, it's six to eight
2: Probably. Okay, so the they're, they're scientifically proven that between six and eight hours means that your brain can clean out the stuff that it needs to, that your body can rejuvenate, and that is the that is the optimum to be able to function as a human.
1: Yes, but you just have to make sure if you're relying on six hours sleep, you'd better hope that you are one of the people who can function on six hours of sleep. That's all I'm saying. So six to eight. So that's how much sleep we're supposed to be getting. That's how much sleep we need, but we're not getting it. What's stopping us? What's stopping us from getting that much sleep? That's what I want to talk about next. You're listening
2: to The Well, Wholehearted Conversations for a Better Life. I'm Robin Bailey. This is my good. Mate, Rebecca Sparrow, you're tired. I am tired. Somebody's tired, and slightly petulant. Which I know that, like, I can hear my own voice, and I am tired, and I am cranky, and there's lots of things that happen because I only got four hours sleep last night. Because that's what happens in my world. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to prove this to you that there are other genius people. Not that I'm a genius, but Mm -hmm. there are people who haven't or didn't get a lot of sleep. Okay, Benjamin Franklin. He only got six hours. Winston Churchill got five hours. Mm. Richard uh, Branson only gets five hours. I mean these people are okay. genius,
1: okay, two of them are dead, but you know. <laughs> okay, but I just want to say i don't think this is I don't think you now mentioning successful people, dead, successful people <laughs> who don't get much sleep is is helping because the evidence is in, and if you're going to throw those names at me, I'm going to tell you. Bill Gates. Yeah. I mean, is there, there's not many people busier no, than Bill okay. Gates. Yeah. He gets seven. Yep. Ellen DeGeneres. I was waiting
2: for her because I know the answer to
1: this. Gets eight. Yeah, she Ariana does. Huffington gets eight. And um, I was listening to the podcast, I Don't Know How She Does It, and there was an interview with, you know, Carolyn Creswell who came up with Carmen's Muesli? Oh, yes. She's a huge sleep advocate, so she gets eight. Gwyneth Paltrow is big on sleep. Beyonce is big on sleep. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Of course Gwyneth is. She's got a whole website that talks about wellness and, you know. uh,
2: See, I can't even speak. I know.
1: Okay. Well, let Listen. Here's the thing. So we know how much sleep we're meant to be getting. What's stopping us? This is what I'm really interested in now. So first of all, I think the biggest thing is this whole concept that we're not taking sleep seriously. Yeah. And I, I definitely know that I have been in this camp um, as a mum. So I feel like, you know, my kids have me up quite often at 5am. Because your little ones are how old? They're eight. Two. Four. And seven. Seven. Okay. Okay. So So they're still little. They're up early. And then what happens, by the time everybody's in bed and everybody's finished asking for a glass of water and a story and are there ghosts and whatever, you know, it's seven or eight o'clock. Well, then I end up staying up until, like, ten pm, eleven pm midnight because I want my time. Okay. And even though I'm really <laughs> tired, for the last few years I've had this completely stubborn thing of I'm not going to bed because otherwise I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel. So
2: what are you doing instead? Like do you do you are you productive in that time at ten o'clock at no, night when I'm, you're defying I'm the on, universe?
1: I'm in a coma, what looking at Facebook. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a zombie going, like, <laughs> You know.
2: See, poke. I know and, and here's the thing and, and please let me take insomniacs out of this because I think people who struggle to go to sleep even though they want to, I think they are in their own special category and I think that's really tough. But for for me hearing you say that when I'm someone who just life is not allowing me to yes. get the sleep. That really is frustrating. You know what? I had a neighbour who was a professor and I get up at three o'clock in the morning and often we would pull out of the driveway together. I would get like semi abusive, even though he's a really good friend of mine going, Go
1: back to bed. Yeah. You
2: have a choice. Yes. Yeah. It yeah.
1: drives me nuts. I'm slightly scared of you right now. Okay. <laughs> the other things, the other things that are Go keeping yeah, the other things that are um are keeping us awake. Okay. Um, caffeine. Now, caffeine, yeah. not just coffee and tea, we're looking at soft drinks. They should be avoided for at least four hours like, before going to bed. Like
2: Coke and those like Red Bulls and
1: those All sort of that. ones
2: with the high caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Smoking makes it difficult to go to sleep. Um, now, alcohol, it might help you get to sleep, but it won't help you stay asleep. So that's a big one a lot I know a lot of people who use alcohol um and they cause it causes massive sleeping problems, alcohol cause snoring and sleep apnea as well. okay, so there are people
2: who would be listening right now who think, okay, I would have my glass or three glasses of wine, and yet I make it wake up at midnight. That actually may be the alcohol, yeah, not their sleep pattern
1: oh absolutely wow, absolutely okay. um now we haven't even that. we haven't even talked about you know iPhones, smartphones, tablets, iPads. Oh, look, there's. I, I can't recommend enough. So if you're if you're listening to this and you really do have um, sleep problems, there was a fantastic episode of Insight recently that I absolutely recommend you look up and watch online. It was really informative. But there was a great quote on there from someone who said, "Sleeping next to an iPhone with pinging messages yeah. is like is like having somebody shouting next to you while you're got, trying to go to sleep." And all of that stuff is not helping us. Even
2: if you're not waking up to the pinging or if you are waking up to the pinging. I think if you are waking
1: up or if you've you you know, you've got a half an ear out for it. Because you know? the other
2: thing that worries me, okay, the radiation side of things worries me and I'm sure that that must mess with your brain. And the other thing is the <laughs> light. You know how yeah. the light on it? And I know now that most the people- The blue light. Yes. You can change the light on your phone. to Because I do all these things because I whatever little sleep I get, okay. I want it
1: to be good. Well, this is the interesting thing. The blue light of computers can reduce evening levels of the sleep-promoting hormone melatonin. So if you can get rid of the blue light- And you can. Which you can. So think about that. Um, now, here's another interesting one. I know a lot of people aren't getting sleep. Because they're stressing. They're lying in bed yeah. worrying. So I thought a really good tip that I heard the other day was to set aside fifteen minutes of worry time in your evening. So you've put fifteen minutes seriously. And okay, so for the next fifteen minutes I'm gonna stress about my life. Right? Don't talk to mommy, she's having a worry moment. So so Mummy's in the corner having a nervous breakdown. So you you do your, your worrying for a set period of time. I do like that idea. We laugh about it, but I actually think there's yeah. some So these are the things, okay, these are the things that that generally – I'm I'm not talking about the condition of insomnia because I think that's a whole other – And we're not qualified to really talk about that. We're just talking about the average person who's not getting enough sleep because of things – because of their lifestyle, because of things that we're doing. Also, um, exercise. If you exercise heavy meals, um, TVs, movies, computer games – um, having a really important discussion. But before. are you saying exercise isn't good? No, no, but apparently if you do it really late in the evening. Just before you go to sleep. See, I would have thought to... it would exhaust you and yeah, make you conk out, but no, apparently it, it can sort of, yeah, not be great for your sleep, stop you from sort of getting some sleep.
2: Okay, your intervention is helping somewhat. I will say that. Yeah. I am actually Ay-yot. listening. And some of this stuff I can see could make my life a little easier. I'm not going to con- totally concede, but I am
1: hearing you. Okay, well, you're going to love the next bit. Because... Go on. Because coming up, we're going to look at ways about how to get more sleep. This is the exciting bit, how to get more sleep. Okay, I am all ears. All right, I'm going to hit you with it, baby.
2: Everyday cleansers can leave your skin dry and irritated by stripping moisture. Cetaphil Gentle Skin Cleanser is different. Its gentle, soap-free formula hydrates skin while cleansing and won't irritate sensitive skin. Cetaphil, used by millions of Australians every day. You're listening to The Well, Wholehearted Conversations for a Better Life with Robin Bailey and my mate, Beck Sparrow. And today we're all talking, we're all, see, I'm slurring my words because I'm so tired. Sleep. How much do we actually need and how
1: can we get some more of it? Okay. So I'm going to run you through some tips on how we can be getting more sleep. Take notes, Robin Bailey. Go on. Okay. So really what we need to do is look at what we do with our children. And that is with our children with bedtime, we have a routine. Mm-hmm. Most of us do anyway. We mm-hmm. have a routine of, okay, you know, we have a bath and have a story and the lights get turned down, you have your pajamas on and tuck you in and it's really cozy. And And that's actually really important because it's it's flicking that switch in our heads, I think, that's saying to us, it is now time for me to have a rest.
2: So you're creating the environment that for optimum and that kind of puts your head and body into a space that says this is what we're doing. Absolutely. Okay. So the
1: key points are try and go to bed at the same time because that's a way of, of your body then getting used to the fact that this is now sleep time. Remove all the technology, the iPhones, iPads, all of that from your room 30 minutes before you go to bed. Have a warm bath or a shower. Dim the lights. You might want to do some light reading. This is a good one. Put on specific clothes, of course, you know, pajamas, but that's kind of important because you're signaling to yourself, I am now getting it's a different part of the day and it is now time for bed.
2: Do you realize that you've started to talk in a nursery rhyme voice? <laughs> Can you children. just acknowledge to me Auntie that you Bec. that's right that you have gone into I'm putting my children to bed if you would like mummy I will, says I will put myself on the carpet curl up
1: Go to sleep. I'm hearing... I'm making you a hot milk in the corner, (laughs) a warm milk. I love that, Beck. You're taking this so seriously. (laughs) I think it's important.
2: Okay, okay. But there is still one thing, and I want to talk about this. I will say there is one thing that anyone who's not getting enough sleep cannot hide from, and I say this hand on heart as a person who only gets four to five hours a night of sleep, and it's a reality check. And I'll tell you what it is next.
0: Hi, I'm
2: Mia Friedman,
1: and I have no filter. Not in life, not in work, and especially not on my podcast. I've heard you're very good at sex. I told you that before. And you always makes you blush. But it's what I've heard. I'm I sorry. don't know what to say to that man. Well, imagine Friedman. if I said, I've heard you're really shit. Every fortnight I speak to some of the world's most interesting people about life, their career, and how they feel about things. What makes them tick?
0: From Elizabeth Gilbert, you know, I sort of did whatever work had to be done so that my creativity could have a chance to to not have to pay for my life.
2: To Sam Armitage, I think this happens in my life all the time. You go viral, it blows up. You take yourself off social media for a few days and people move on and find somebody else to hate. It's the
1: podcast where too much information is never enough. Subscribe to No Filter in
0: iTunes or your favourite podcast app.
2: One of the reasons why we are talking about sleep today is not only because I think it impacts so many people and particularly women, particularly mothers who are dealing with their children, but there are a lot of people who don't get enough mm. sleep and I am one of them. As a single mother of three teenage boys who are completely fanatical with soccer and homework and I work in breakfast radio and no, I don't want your violins to start playing, but the reality is in my life, I will get on a good day five and a half hour sleep, on a bad day three And it's Mm. not enough and it's not okay. But Mm. there is one thing that I can't hide from and I don't think anyone who is suffering from lack of sleep can run from. And that is sleep is a choice. It is a choice. I know that. And I can give you 400 reasons why in the last 24 hours I've only had four hours sleep. But at some point I also have to own that I made those choices to do those things and put other things ahead of sleep. And
1: I just want to say something to you, and you know that I love you, and I say this from the other side <laughs> okay. of the desk. Okay, she's just about to hit me. Go, baby, because go. I just want to say I've known you for over a, long a time. decade. Yes, you have. When you are really tired, mm, I mean...
2: Like now, and I am really tired, tired, that's the honest You're truth. You're
1: like a different person. <laughs> so you are... You just... Okay, go, go on. Okay, so what is the difference? You are a little bit crankier. <laughs> like you know, but today, no. there's a
2: tone in my voice. Yeah, there is.
1: So you're just a bit kind of... On edge. You are. I am on you're, edge. You're on edge. And and I think the thing is, and, and I think here's the problem, Rob. When you, have, when you are always overtired and when you have a massive, massive sleep debt... You get used to seeing the world and being in the world as a tired person and yes. you forget you forget what it is like to operate as someone who is really awake and sleep deprivation unravels you it unravels you yeah, and it, it makes does. you see yourself and the world and your family completely differently and sleep deprivation it can unravel a family that's what that's why we have to pay so much attention to new mothers um, and new families when with um, newborn babies, because it can really unravel you okay so t- in
2: and this is why I make the point about it 's a choice because it 's sometimes the only thing that I'm going to cry. I know. And I can hold on to
1: because Mm. you have to choose sleep and I'm tired. I know you are. Oh, no. God. You didn't do that. You didn't do that. I did that. But, you know, this is is one of the reasons I really argued with you about doing this as our second (laughs) podcast topic because it's a massive problem and it's not just you. Right, it's it's. I know there's going to be loads of people listening who are not getting medical professionals, ambulance officers, all shift workers, loads of people. Wrong. No, You're I not... know,
2: but it's a choice, and, and it's a choice, and, and we are functioning human beings who make decisions and hold down jobs and raise families, and yet
1: we don't choose to
2: do know. the one thing
1: that'll make you function. I know, and sleep is right up there with with um. <laughs> With food and drink, it's, it's vital for our brains. Our brains need that time to be locking down memories and cleaning itself. It's really important. So this has been my intervention <laughs> today. Working.
2: You made me cry, back. I... No, you didn't. You didn't make me cry. I made me cry because I know what you're saying is true. Yeah. And if there is anyone listening to this right now and you know that you are like me, then seriously, we're also going to give you some homework because, God damn it, I'm not going to do a whole podcast on something without having something practical
1: to walk away from, to do for a week and change my life. You're listening to The Well, wholehearted conversations for a better life. I am Rebecca Sparrow, and if she's awake, <laughs> I've never actually I'm fallen weird. asleep just like that, but maybe I should try. Robin Bailey. <laughs> and we're about to get stuck into our sleep homework. See,
2: Rob. I know Mahatma Gandhi says, Each night when I go to sleep, I die, and the next morning when I wake up, I am reborn. I want to be him. I want to be Mm. him. I want to get enough so that I can be reborn every day. Yeah. But one of the reasons why I chose this homework, because obviously I'm a really tired person, is our producer on 97.3, Ruth, uh, has this amazing ability to nap and mm. she will go into a quiet room and have what seems to be like 10 or 15 minutes and come back
1: and is a completely different human being. Can I can I tell you that Ariana Huffington in her offices in the states She has napping pods (gasps) in her office.
2: Ruth and I once found them in a pub and they're like, everyone else was partying and we were napping. It
1: was so cool. And she actively (gasps) asks her employees to take naps during the day because she said people who work 24-7, that's the equivalent of turning up to work drunk. Oh, Okay, well, let's go back to the power nap
2: because I actually think if you were to say to me, find an hour and a half of in the middle of your day to sleep, I would struggle with that. However, this research says 10 to 15 minutes of sleep seems to be the optimum period in terms of improving mental operation, performance, reaction times, and subjective feelings of alertness. Now, if you go for 25 to 30 minutes, you can often end up too drowsy and so it takes another hour, so it's too long, and five minutes isn't enough. So my homework to myself, and yes, I am listening, and anyone else, (laughs) you might have to say it a couple of times, but is that every day I will have a 10 to 15-minute nap.
1: Yeah, because apparently it's better than caffeine in helping then you becoming later more alert. So do it. That's your homework.
2: No, no, no. That is my homework, and I take
1: that. And the other one that I've heard that if I want to
2: do a second thing is meditation, and i think that they have said if you meditate correctly like kind of are able in practice to to kind of let your mind go that can be like a a 30 minute meditation can be equivalent to like 6 hours sleep oh so if i i'll go the nap
1: and go if i nap. can
2: i'll try the meditation
1: but i won't do that every day okay well the homework that i'm doing so it's completely different to yours so i'm the one who has the problem with just refusing to go to bed because I apparently want to stay up and watch Nashville and just stare at Facebook. In... <laughs> but Nashville good. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I'm doing. My new thing is, and I got this tip from uh, Gretchen Rubin, who I love, Gretchen Rubin's book, Better Than Before. She she suggested setting an alarm at nighttime as your bedtime. So from now on, I'm publicly saying this, and I don't care if this makes me sound like a loser. I, from now on, I'm going to be in bed by 9.30 and asleep by 10.
2: Really? Yeah. So you're going to set an alarm at 10 o'clock that'll say put your Facebook no, down? No,
1: it's going to be 9.30 to be in bed. Like Okay, but you still have to... Put yourself to bed. Like you can't sit in bed and look at Facebook, is what I'm trying no. to say. No, Maybe I'll set it for nine as a reminder of now starts the wind down time. By nine thirty, I need to be in bed, and my light is off from reading by ten. Okay, that's because homework. I need it because right. I, I'm. I'm, with I'm you. also a bit cranky, like you. I'm with you. <laughs> I'll be better next time. I promise. Now, before we go, we need to talk about the homework from our last episode. Because remember, last episode we were talking about friendship. Yes, the good. The bad, the toxic, the toxic, <laughs> and our homework was all about you know doing something proactive to strengthen the relationships or the friendships in our life, which are important. So, did you do your homework? Yes, I did.
2: You, my the thing I took on board was that I was going to say yes to an invitation and that I was going to go out if stuff came to me. Then I was going to do that. And, and you did. also
1: sent me a card. Well, that yeah, well, that which was... was beautiful. Which was unexpected. I was like, <laughs> I opened this card with all this handwriting. I was thinking, like, who's written me this card? <laughs> Nana and I was Robin it was beautiful
2: Um, because the homework was that you should reach out and I reached out by accepting an invitation and I also reached out I have to say the
1: card actually made me you wrote a beautiful thing about our friendship and it made me teary so I really loved it so I was being jokey before but I actually loved it (laughs) Um, so my homework and I'm really proud of myself is that so I'm the type of person who I feel like I never see my girlfriends yes Um, Now I get to see you in this podcast studio, but um, so I thought, I always see my friends and I go, oh, you know, we'll have to catch up, we'll have to catch up, and we don't. So I um, emailed um, some of my uh, girlfriends who live in my area, and we are going to do a monthly dinner, like on the second Friday of every month, and and so now it's locked in, and so now I feel like I've got a thing.
2: In six months, I'm going to check you're still doing that.
1: Yeah, you can.
2: Because every month.
1: Oh, you, you, you'll be asleep. <laughs> Touche. You've been listening to The Well, wholehearted conversations for a better life with me, Rebecca Sparrow, and my friend, Robin Bailey. And our producer is Ruth Deglar.
2: If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, you can subscribe. It's very important to subscribe. Leave us a review or share this episode with a friend love to hear from you all the things that are impacting you if you feel like you've got something out of it then tell us and particularly if you did your homework, thewell
1: at mamamia.com.au or um, head on over to Facebook, I'm <laughs> so you'll find me there lurking um, so our Facebook page is just called The Well or on Twitter um, it's at Mama Mia podcast and when you're awake at 3am <laughs> why not call us Leave us a message on 02 9386. The Well is part
2: of the Mamma Mia Women's Network and comes to you thanks to Cetaphil.
0: Thanks for giving the bonus episode a go. God, how much do you want to be best friends with Bex Farrow now? She's amazing. You're amazing too, BT Dubs. Go on, go and treat yourself like a kid, get your bedtime routine down pat and let's all get some more sleep. Like they said, you can subscribe to The Well uh, in iTunes or in your podcast app. Just search for The Well. They have two other great episodes out now. One of them is about how to ditch your toxic friends and fill your life with good ones. And also what the Danish are doing that makes their nation the happiest in the world. Because, well, you never see Princess Mary looking glum, do you? Mamma Mia Out Loud will be back on Wednesday as always, and we'll catch you then.